listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and today I want to talk about Pinterest. Pinterest is one of the things I really love, and it kind of shocked me to realize I'd only ever done one episode on my podcast about it. So we're rectifying that today. I did have an episode quite a while back. I think it's got like eight tips for mastering Pinterest. So be sure to check that out. But today I really want to talk about how to succeed at Pinterest as of 2021 And the thing that you really need to be doing right now on Pinterest, which is idea pins. So we're going to be talking about that today. I really do love Pinterest. It's actually been one of the biggest drivers of traffic to my store in the last couple of years. A lot of you may already know, but I started my store back in sort of 2015, 2016 around then. And I just focused on that and Pinterest for quite a few years. I didn't take on all of the shiny objects of Instagram and Facebook and blogging and email or anything like that at first, which was a relief. I just focused on those two. And I guess that has paid off because to this day, those are obviously the two things that bring me pretty much all of my money. So I actually did an Instagram story about this the other day. I think I was looking at how much I've made from Pinterest over the years and it's definitely The last time I checked, it was around that 10K mark. Like I have made quite a lot of money from Pinterest. And I don't say that in any way to make anyone feel bad. I 100% only ever talk about things like that very rarely just to say it can work because a lot of people have a lot of a love-hate relationship with Pinterest. They're like, it's a waste of time or it's too hard or it's not working and they want to give up. So I want to say that I guess even if I'm the only person left, I really still believe it's a powerful platform and it has brought me a lot of money in the past. So that's kind of why I don't give up on it basically. So the thing you can do in 2021 to succeed at Pinterest is idea pins. I'm going to make this a very brief episode. I really just want to inspire you to try idea pins if you haven't already and to keep making them if you have um, and to use them to give yourself a bit of an ego boost. And what I mean by that is Pinterest can be a bit disheartening, you know, when your analytics and your stats decline, uh, it can be kind of depressing. You just feel like giving up on Pinterest because you don't see it sort of doing well for you. Well, one of the ways you can improve that is with idea pins because they are Pinterest's latest feature. And as you know, with these platforms like Pinterest and Instagram, whenever they release a new feature, they push it and they reward you for using it. It's the same on Instagram with Reels. You know, if you kind of capitalized on that, you'd benefit from it. So it's the same sort of thing with Pinterest. They are rewarding us at the moment for using idea pins and they tend to give us quite a lot of impressions. They show it to more people. The same thing was happening with video pins probably last year. But basically the latest thing, you need to jump on the bandwagon. And as annoying as it can be to try and sort of chase what's going on with Pinterest and keep up with it, it's really powerful to do what they want because it will reward you. So they want fresh pins, do it. They want idea pins, do it. They're telling you what they want. So just do what they want. It's a lot easier than trying to fight it. It's a lot easier than trying to do things the old way. So yeah, if you've been feeling like Pinterest isn't really working, let's talk about idea pins. For anyone wondering, 
They were called story pins. They're basically a slightly different ratio to the normal pin size, uh, a little bit thinner, a little bit longer, kind of 9 to 16 ratio, sort of like uh, kind of like basically anything you photograph or film on your phone uh, or share on Instagram reels kind of thing. It's that sort of sizing. So it's a little bit different size which makes repurposing a little bit trickier. I tend to find that it cuts things off a little bit if I try to repurpose a video pin normally, but that doesn't mean you can't repurpose. And the reason I want to work repurposing is because a lot of people's hesitancy with idea pins is, oh, I don't have the energy like to make a whole new type of pin or I don't have the time or I don't know how to do it. Well, this is the magic solution. You just repurpose what you've already got. If you've been taking photos and videos of your resources for TPT or Instagram or Facebook or static pins or video pins, like you can just use those, I promise you. Repurposing is the biggest time saver. So I often take a photo or a video on my iPhone and I, you know, I share it in lots of different places, but as long as it's that sort of correct ratio, or even if it's a square, I can throw it up as an idea pin and just add titles and things around it. But don't be shy about repurposing what you already have. Idea pins don't have to be anything really that unique. They can just be what you've already done because they are basically pictures and videos. So why not use the pictures and videos you already have? It's kind of similar to an Instagram story, I suppose, in the sense that without touching it, it sort of progresses through each slide. I guess that's why they were probably originally called stories. But They are called idea pins now. You're supposed to share ideas and ultimately you're just going to share a bunch of pictures and videos just pictures or just videos or both. Personally, I think videos are the way to go. Videos are always going to stop the scroll and be more eye-catching. So for that first slide anyway, you really want to throw up a video probably. And it can just be your product in action. You know, if you've been filming yourself making products or if you've got digital products and you've got any kind of video content, throw it up as an idea pin. It doesn't have to be anything too complicated. And you can put up a bunch of slides. My only tips would probably be that as you may already know, idea pins don't have clickable links. So you're not going to be able to add a link to your TPT store. So what you want to do is make sure your logo and your store name and your website is on that idea pin really prominently. Now, if you've got photos and videos, you want to put your logo on them. If you've got a slide at the end, maybe put your logo again and say, check me out on TPT or here's my website, whatever. You want to basically tell people who you are because you're not going to be able to directly send them to a link now that is one of the hesitances people have they're like well if idea pins don't have links why should I bother but guess what Instagram doesn't have links and we still bother <laughs> like when you make a reel or share anything on Instagram they can't click on it and go to your TPD store they have to go to your profile and go to your link in bio blah 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 we're fine when Instagram does it but we get so upset when Pinterest does it so I'm going from the I guess I'm trying to be positive here and say I'm not going to get upset about the fact that they don't have links because I'm used to that. I'm used to that on Instagram and I'm used to that on Facebook too. Facebook kind of doesn't like it when you put links on in your posts. It doesn't really make them perform very well. So I'm just accepting that. It is what it is and maybe it doesn't have a link that's directly clickable, but I can still get brand awareness. I can still get traffic. I can still get impressions. I can still get people looking at my stuff. If you, if you think about it this way, wouldn't you rather have an idea pin? It doesn't have a link, but it shows your product and someone sees it. You know, they see your product because it gets pushed that bit more by Pinterest. Even if they can't directly go to TPT, they might follow you or check out your profile or check out you on TPT or your website. They might, or they might not. But either way, someone saw your product that they weren't going to see before with a static pin that has like two views. So in that, 
and I guess in that way, you've kind of got to look at it in a positive way. It's getting eyes on it. And even if that doesn't mean it's getting direct traffic, but if people like your idea pin, they may well go and buy your product. But it's it's just about that brand awareness, I suppose. And, and the biggest thing as well is it's just about having, you know, you diversify your content. I'm always, always telling people to do that. It's one of the things I tell people in my Pinterest course, you must diversify your content. So don't just make one type of content. You make static and make video and make idea pins because each have their own value. You know, static pins have links. Video pins are eye-catching. Idea pins are being pushed by Pinterest. So you want to kind of hit all of those three areas and, and don't sort of... Um, let yourself down by just doing one because it, you know that might not be the best strategy for you you just keep making pictures and then nobody sees them and then you feel disheartened then you quit you know or you just make idea pins but nobody clicks on them and you don't get any traffic and then you feel disheartened then you quit the best thing for you to do is to have all three because they all have value and I shared this on my Instagram stories the other day as well when I was talking about Pinterest I shared a screenshot of my three top performing pins I think I saved it to my story highlights if you want to take a look but the three top performing pins, one was a static, one was a video and one was an idea pin. So there you have it. Like all three of them can perform well and they were my best performing ones from each type. So that's why I continue to make all three. And yes, one of them was an idea pin. I have had one or two that have gone really viral and gotten quite a lot of views and impressions. And I think it's really powerful. So I encourage you to make them. So in summary, this has just been a very quick episode. I just wanted to get you thinking about using Pinterest, not giving up on it and making idea pins. Consider putting idea pins as a part of your Pinterest strategy. If you haven't been making them, make them. If you've been making a few of them, but you haven't really been consistent, get back into it. Make them a part of your strategy because I promise you, you will start to see the reward of it. You'll start to get a few more impressions than you will with just like an old picture pin. It can just be an ego boost. And sometimes we need that in our business. Sometimes we need that pick me up of, you know, things aren't going well. I need a little ego boost. So don't be shy about doing it just for that purpose, but also just doing it because it's the right thing to do on this platform. You need to be doing multiple types of content and really diversifying. So give it a try. And the great thing is, again, you're repurposing. You don't have to make something from scratch, I promise. Making an idea pin doesn't have to be a thing you spend half a day on. It can just be, I'm going to upload the same video I've already used on my video pin and on my video preview. And I'm just going to size it and make sure it fits an idea pin ratio and add a title and whatnot. And I'm all good to go. So that is what I want to share with you today. I want you to take action and make them. If you want to learn more about specifically idea pins or Pinterest in general, maybe the right thing to do would be to actually go and do a little bit of research and learn because this whole podcast episode is really just here to motivate you to get back into it but obviously it's hard for me to show you anything I can't really like give you a tutorial or anything so it might be good for you to learn how to make idea pins and how to use Pinterest um, feel free to check out terrific pinning I'll put a link in the show notes it is my Pinterest course for TPT sellers and I teach you like literally everything you need to know about Pinterest so if that's something you feel like you need that one-on-one help and that kind of step-by-step and the tutorials and the information in one place then by all means come and join us but if that's not something you are ready for right now because you just you know not every like you might not have the time right now to take a course that's okay I hope that you can just take this episode as motivation and inspiration to give idea pins a try 
but I hope that this has inspired you. Have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.